Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Kuf Ayin Gimel. We're on page 148. Simon Kuf Ayin Gimel is Din Mayim Emtsoim. The halacha of the water that we use to wash our hands in the middle of a suda. So says the Mechaber in Sif Aleph, Mayim Emtsoim Rishus. Washing one's hands in the middle of a suda is optional. Vahani Mili Ben Tavshil Tavshil. These words are true that it's optional if it's between one dish and another dish that we'll see are either both fleshik or both milchik. Aval Ben Tavshil Ligvina Chova. But between a dish that is a fleshik dish, there's no meat in it, otherwise you wouldn't be allowed to eat milchik afterwards. But according to some shitos, if you only have a tavshila basar, without the basar in it, you are allowed to have gvina afterwards. So the Mechaber says if you have a dish that was a basar dish, and then you have gvina, it's a chova to wash one's hands. The Ramah says, I am biyaradeya simen peitas. So says the Mishabura Sivkatan Aleph, Mayim Emtsoim is Rishus, Ratsa Notel, Ratsa Eno Notel. If you want to wash, you can. If you don't want to wash, you don't have to wash. Sivkatan Bey is on the Ramah that says, I am Yardea Simon Peites of Gimel. Vishom Nisbar Bahagod, the Lathimin Hagenu. The Ramah brings down over there that according to our Minog, Yesh Lito Yoda Vafilu Bain Tavshil Shal Gvino, Latavshil Shal Bosa Sha'acharov, Im Nogea Behem Biyodov. That even between a tavshil of gvina, a dairy dish, and a fleshik dish you're having afterwards, again, without the meat inside of it, so then, if you touch the food, you have to wash your hands. That's when it's going to be a chova. It's only an optional washing, like the Mechaber says, when they are the same dish, they're either both basar or they're both gvina. But if you're going from basar to gvina or gvina to basar, then the Ramah tells us it will be a chiv. If you look in note number two, he writes, it's mashma from what we just brought down from the Rambo in the Mishabura that if you are having a tavshil shal gvina and then a tavshil shal basar, you must wash your hands. Im nogeya behen biyadav, if you touched it with your hands. So it's mashma midvar very clearly. Shin eino nogeya b'machal biyadav, if you don't touch the food with your hands. Ela ochel b'mazlego pekapis, but rather you're eating it with a fork or a spoon. Eino tsarech litol as yadav, you would not have to wash your hands. So this whole idea of washing the hands is only if you're eating with your hands, not if you're eating with a fork or a spoon. V'chein kasa prichadash, and so too writes the prichadash. Unlike the Primagodim who says it's good to be Machmer even if you are using a fork or a spoon to wash your hands, if it will not be too much of a burden. Says the Machaber and Sebez. Between eating meat and eating fish, it is a chiv to wash one's hands. Because it can lead to davar acher, which the Mishabura will tell us that it means tsaras. And a sakona is more chamer than an iser, so there it's actually a chiv to wash one's hands. The Ramah says, Says the tsaras. Look at the Mogad Avram who writes, The Efshur de Bismaneno ain't Sakona Kokach. It's possible that nowadays it's not such a Sakona that you'd have to wash your hands. Because in many ways the nature of people have changed, and therefore it wouldn't necessarily be a Sakona today that one would have to wash his hands. 
Although the Ramoja said you should eat something and drink something, the Chachmas Adam Klal Samaches Kosav Zelashono. This is what the Chachmas Adam writes: Yesh no Hogim Lirchos Yedem Ben Basav Adogim. There are those who are knowing to wash their hands between meat and fish. Aval Ein Menatzorech. It's not necessary. Mikomakom Yishta Dover Beneim Shalola Ochlam Yachad Akan Lashono. However, you should drink something in between them so they should not be eaten together. So the Chachmas Adam clearly is arguing with the Ramah. The Ramah said you should eat and drink between meat and fish, and the Chachmas Adam that the Shad Sion brings down only says that you should drink between them. There are a couple of notes over here that are very interesting. Lagabe, meat and fish together, and this comes up every Shabbos, and it comes up many times during the week as well. So let's look at note number three. Ulahalos dogim in basar al shulchan echad. Is one allowed to have his meat and his fish on the same table? Practical application, you're eating Chinese with someone else, you got some sesame chicken over there, you got some beef, and then you also have some sushi with fish in it. Is it allowed to be on the table at the same time? Or if you, one person wants to have gefilte fish and other people don't want to have it, can they start having chopped liver or something else that's fleshic at the same time on the same table? So the Kava Chaim writes... We know when it comes to Basar V'cholov, it's an Isser, you can't have it on the same table, there has to be a separation. But over here the Kav says it's not as Chomer. Two people can eat together on the same table, one could have a sesame chicken, one could have a sushi. However, somewhere else the Kav writes... It appears that one should be strict. There should be some kind of separation as a recognizable sign between them. That's when two people are eating. Let's say a person is eating by himself. The Kavachayim writes over there, He should be machmir, not to put the meat and the fish together. He might come to eat them without the proper separation they're supposed to have between the meat and the fish. The minigas to be lenient. And you can, yes, put on fish at the same table where there is basar. It is okay to have them on the table together. It's a chumrah to have it one after the other. Another very important note, and this question comes up many times, and that is note number five. I'm only going to read a couple of lines. We'll start in note number five in the fourth line at the end. Can one cook meat and then fish in the same kli, one after the other? So Rav Ozna writes over there, Shinogu lohakel bazel, we're knowing to be lenient with this. As long as the pot or the pan is cleaned out from the meat, you can cook fish in it afterwards. Even if it's mamish right after another, you can cook a meat dish, you wash out the kli properly, and then you can cook a fish dish. You don't have to wait 24 hours and that's going to be okay. Says the Mechaber Vaitis of Gimel. 
Now we didn't get to the halachas of Ma'am Achronim, we'll get to it soon. But whatever is knowing by Ma'am Achronim is knowing the same way by, by these Ma'am and Tzayim that we're discussing over here. Bein lahakil, bein lahachmir, whether it is a leniency in the Tila Sadaim or it is a Chumrah. Chutz mehesach hadas, except for taking one's mind off the cleanliness of his hands. Sheposel be'em Tzayim b'pnei Shadaim rotzer lechol. Except for... This idea of Hesach Adas, which will pass by Mayim and Tzoyim, because you want it afterwards. And therefore you have to guard your hands, you're actually in the middle of a Suda, and therefore Hesach Adas will be a problem by Mayim and Tzoyim. The chutz may niguv hayadayim, and except for drying of the hands, shem tzoyim tzrichim nigiv karishonim. In terms of drying your hands, ma'amachonim, you're about to bench, it's not a problem, you don't have to dry your hands, but ma'am and tzoyim, you want to eat afterwards, it's mystic to be eating with wet hands, therefore just like the ma'am rishonim needs a drying of the hands, the ma'am and tzoyim would also need a drying of the hands. So those are the two exceptions, but everything else, bein lahokil, bein lahachmir, the ma'am and tzoyim follows the rules of the ma'amachonim. The Ramah says, V'yeish amrus shem tzoyim srichim dafka mayim. Some say as well, another chiluk that's mayim and tzoyim requires specifically water. Masha'en kem ba'achronim, which is not the case of mayim ba'achronim, like we'll see later in Simen, kuf pei aluf. Let's see the Mishabur here, sifkaton hey. So we said, whatever is noi by mayim ba'achronim is nohogim ba'em tzoyim. Hainu shebein tavshil agvina. We're talking about over here, a mayim and tzoyim that we discussed before that is a chiv, that it's not between two of the same dish, but rather it's a Tavshila Basar versus a Tavshila Gvina, where there the Mayim and Tzayim is a Chova. So when it is a Chova, all the rules of Mayim Achonim will apply to Mayim and Tzayim. Sevkaton Vav Bein whether it's a leniency or a stringency, says in the Shibura Hainu. What are the examples of the Kulas? She'ain Tzarech Netila Bakli. Just like Mayim Achonim does not need a Kli, Mayim and Tzayim does not need a Kli as well. Vigam Rakad Perakah Sheni also, just like Mayim Achonim only needs to be washed until the knuckles. Mayim and Tzayim as well only needs to be until the knuckles. Vigam Ein Chatzitzim Ma'akib Ben B'Dyeved. And a Chatzitzim will not cause a problem with the other Mayim Achonim or Mayim and Tzayim. And the Mishabura stops there, he only gives us examples of coolers, but the Mechaber said, Bein lahakil, bein lahachmir. So if you look in the Bi'alacha, he does bring one example of a chumrah, that Mayim and Tzoyim is following Mayim Achronim, and that is, Kostu habi Achronim she'en notun al-gabi kakil k'mayim Achronim. Just like Mayim Achronim, you should not wash over the floor, so too Mayim and Tzoyim would have that chumrah that you should not wash over the floor. Says the Mishabura, Vaitis of Kodan Zayin, She'posel ba'im Tzoyim, we said the exceptions, so this comparison between Mayim and Tzoyim and Mayim Achronim is Hesach Adas, that it will be a problem by Mayim and Tzoyim. Says the Mishabura, Eina kavono shemisiyah daito la'achar shehitil la'im Tzoyim niftal netilas ha'im Tzoyim. The Mechaber does not mean to say that if one one's mind goes off his hands after he washes the Mayim and Tzoyim, he has ruined his Mayim and Tzoyim. The Mai Ichbas Lon Behesach Daito, because why would we care if his mind goes off his hands after Mayim and Tzoyim? Hari Alko Ponim Yodav Nikios Megvina. The point of washing his hands between the Gvina and the Tavshil afterwards is that we want to get the Gvina off, so he washed it, the Gvina's off. We don't care that he's not mesiachdas, that his hands get a little dirty. Our main concern is that the gvina is off and that's taken care of. So why would we care if he's mesiachdas afterwards from the cleanliness of his hands in general? So says the Mishabura, Elo Ratzlom, what the Mechaber means to say is as follows. Shemesiachdaitum mishmiras yodov, 
Niftal Netilo Rishonah Demayim Rishonim. It means that after you wash Mayim Nemtsoyim, which is done, because you got the Gvina off, but now you were Mesiyat Das in the original washing, so then you have a problem, you'd have to wash again. Kemoshim of Wurbe Kamamakomos, the Hesachadas Mishmiras Yada Postalanatilo. Like we said already a bunch of times, if you take your minds off the cleanliness of your hands, it ruins your original Natilo. Umilsa de Pshitu, it's a dover that's Pasha that doesn't need to be mentioned over here. So why is it brought down over here? It only brings it down over here because he's making all the comparisons between Mayim and Tsoim and Mayim Achronim, and it's not a comparison. But when it comes to Mayim Achronim, after you wash your hands and your suit is done, so lo ichbas lon behesach hadas. Sorry, lo yochayose. We don't care if your mind goes off the cleanliness of your hands because your suit is over. You're not eating anymore. So there, we totally don't care if you have hesach hadas. Therefore, the Mechaber says, If you only wash the Mayim Emtsoyim, that's not the case. Even though you wash your Mayim Emtsoyim, Even though you wash so you wash Mayim and Tsoyim. It's true the Mayim and Tsoyim is a done deal. You can't ruin that. You got the Gvina off. But if you're Mesir Das, you're going to ruin your Mayim Rishonim because you still want to eat. So even though it's a Dabra Pasha, it's like every other Halokha of Natila Sadayim, that of course you can't Mesir Das from Mayim Rishonim. We're mentioning over here because here the Machaber is saying that Mayim and Tsoyim is always like Mayim Achronim. So here's an exception that after Mayim Achronim, you can be Mesir Das from Mayim Rishonim, but after Mayim and Tsoyim, you still can't be Mesir Das from your Mayim Rishonim. Therefore, the Mechaber brings it down here as the exception of the comparisons between Mayim and Tsoyim and Mayim Achronim. Says the Mishaburavaitis Sekotan Ches, the other exception we said was Nigov Yadayim, that when you're washing in the middle of a Suda, you have to make sure you dry your hands. Says the Mishabura, Once again, because you plan on eating again, it will be Mios if you do not dry your hands from your Mayim Emtsoim. But Mayim Achronim, where you don't plan on eating anymore, we do not care if you dry your hands. The Ramah said another difference between Mayim and Tsoim and Mayim Achronim would also be the Yesha Omrush and Tsoim Srikim Dafka Mayim, the Mayim and Tsoim, but Dafka need water as opposed to Achronim. Says the Mishabura, Sheshar Mashkim, when it comes to other liquids besides water, Mitol Shehim Atzmam Shmeinim, because they themselves are fatty, Einom Menakim Esa Shuman Vamachel, doesn't get off the fat and the food from the hands. Which is not the case of Mayim Achronim. There the goal is only to get the dirt off your hands. When it comes to getting the Zuama off, so even other liquids can take care of that job, only to get off the Shuman and the Machal, that's more of a problem. And therefore you need Dafka Mayim for the Mayim Emtsoim. The Rashal is lenient and he says it's Mutter. By Shar Mashkim as well for Mayim and Tsoim, Avalkama Achronim is Kimula Ramah, however, many Achronim are masking to the Ramah and they do make this chiluk between Mayim and Tsoim and Mayim Achronim. We'll stop here and Amir Hashem will continue tomorrow with Simon Kufai and Dalud. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mayim Achronim on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.